Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert. Today, here in Beverly Hills, I am with my co-host, Dr. Millicent Ravello. Millicent, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Just finishing up seeing a whole bunch of patients and hanging out with you, doing the podcast. Well, it's a good way to finish up the day. It is the holiday time. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of rhinoplasties to do, but that's not what we're talking about today. Not today. Today, we are talking about liposuction. Liposuction is a great holiday topic. It's, you know, it's very appropriate, right? When you think of all the eating that we do and all the anxiety that goes into the eating and the weight gain, it's a good one. What if you need liposuction before the holiday season? Should you get it done early (laughs) and then like pack it back on? Or is it one where you just go like, you know what? I'm too far gone. I'm going to add, you know, insult to injury and I'll get it handled after the holidays. That's probably a more realistic and better way of doing things unless you know yourself and you know that you're really good at being strict about your eating habits and you're not tempted by all those ridiculous sweets and and yummy things. If that's you and that's that, you know, 5% of people, then yeah, go ahead and have liposuction before and starve yourself during the holidays to maintain your your goals. No chance. (laughs) But otherwise, you you might want to wait until after. I'm sucking it out after. So here's the deal. There's a lot of ways to get liposuction. Liposuction is a very broad topic. We are going to have probably, conservatively speaking, 12 podcasts over the next three years about different aspects of liposuction. Easily. Right? So today we're going to paint with a very broad stroke what this operation is, who's a candidate, and what types of liposuction there are in very broad strokes. Yes, we'll do that. We'll go into a little bit of detail about what it entails and we'll kind of, you know, break down what all the terminology is because there's a lot of, you know, uses and, and various descriptions and labels for liposuction. So we'll clarify. I'd like to add it's an operation that is high on my uh, <laughs> list of uh, Christmas gifts that I'm willing to accept. So if somebody's, <laughs> you know, I don't know Sorry. anybody who can do that for me. Hmm. But uh, if there's a gift in the making here, I just want to know. That you know, you've got that on the list. Is that a, is that a GoFundMe? I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> for, whatever for I gotta Calvert's do. <laughs> liposuction. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, it is. So liposuction, the way that I was taught liposuction, uh, and the way that I think about it now, is that liposuction is not about what you take out, but it's about what you leave behind. Because right. what you leave behind is the result. That's what you see. It's like a sculptor. He starts with a block of stone and takes stuff away. And what is left is the sculpture. Right. And so that's exactly right. The The overall result is what's left behind. And there's a variety of different ways you can get to that end result. And that's sort of what we'll talk about. Sorry, I just need a little San Pellegrino. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're looking at me like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> that's your cue. I, you I speak just, next. <laughs> no, I'm not speaking. Uh, there's no cue here. I, I really need some Pellegrino. That's all Okay, have at it. We're plastic well, surgeons, for God's sake. All right. <laughs> While you're having your San Pellegrino, let's just go into a little bit of basics about who is a candidate for liposuction. Why would you have it? Is it for you? Well, I think one of the big things is that people don't understand is that liposuction is not a weight loss procedure. No, 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 not at all. In fact, you should probably be pretty well weight stable. 
Right. You should be at your goal weight. So if you're on a diet and exercise program or you're planning on losing you know, a certain amount of weight, you really need to be pretty close to that goal and stable there. You don't want to be like right at your goal and then you know, going to the plastic surgeon. You got to be stable there. Make sure you've really you know, stabilized at your weight. And then if you still just have these stubborn areas of fat that are not going away, no matter how much you diet or how much you exercise, or if you're losing weight all over, but you just have those little rolls in a certain part of your body that aren't going away, that's when you're ready. Rolls are never good. Oh, no, Nobody no. likes rolls. <laughs> rolls should never be what you have on your body. No, rolls, no. Royce, okay, Yeah, fine. that's better. But uh, rolls on your body, no. <laughs> so that's how I think about it. If there are areas that you can really see that are, they're sort of standouts yes. on your body contour. Yeah. Like, I don't like these saddlebags. Right. I don't like these Love handles. Right. I don't like this gynecomastia. I don't like this belly roll. Yeah. Those things that you can look at and say, yes, they're they're doable. Somebody who's just plain bigger than they want to be, it's not really that effective because you're just yeah. going to make them a smaller version of out of shape. Although there is one caveat I will say to that. And the... Um, you know, sometimes we refer to this as total body liposuction when you do large amounts of liposuction on various parts of the body, arms, abdomen, legs. And I have had a patient or two who came in, not at their goal weight, who wanted total body liposuction. And even though we had this whole conversation, this isn't a weight loss procedure, they said, I just, I really, really want to do it. And I understand that. And you know what? It really, it did kickstart a weight loss regimen for them yes, because they, they were struggling to get the motivation they needed to really put an effort into it. And this, once they kind of saw how good they looked at a smaller size was really the motivation that they needed. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a way to do it, but the, the gen in general, I find that the people that are happiest with their liposuction can point to the areas for and sure. You can yes. definitely deal with them. Yeah. And they're generally average normal weight or at their healthy weight. And they say, I just don't like this right and and that's where i i really feel like uh you can get amazing results weight stable have the time to to heal these they, they, they don't heal overnight people think they're gonna get liposuction and walk out to the party no, no no it doesn't work like that you have to heal it up yeah there's a healing period of two to three weeks of being sort of like okay it's is this what i signed up for because it's yeah. swollen yeah where you took away the fat right and that has to go down and the skin contraction really doesn't start till about two to three months after surgery. Right. So I would say, I tell my patients, you're going to be swollen for a couple of weeks, depending on how much we do and where we do it. You know, at least three weeks, you're going to be swollen. You're going to start seeing your final results and your swelling coming down after three weeks up to six weeks. But really, I say three months before you really see your final, final shape. And of course, you know, the, the skin contracture is variable. Yes. It, it depends who is having the liposuction, whether you're going to get really nice skin contracture. Again, if you're 20, very different story than if you're 65. And the skin contracture is when you know, you've know you lost volume, you've lost fat, and your skin shrinks to accommodate your newer, smaller size. And like you said, if you're 20 and you're young and you're healthy, you have a lot of elasticity in your skin. So when you lose weight rapidly, no problem. Your skin just boop, That's right. snaps right, right back. back. However, 
if you are older and you just don't have as much elasticity in your skin, or if your skin has been stretched out from pregnancy or from a lot of up and down weight loss kind of issues, then you also don't have good elasticity to your skin, especially in your stomach if you've had lots of kids. So sometimes in those cases, once all that fat is gone, the skin doesn't snap back. And so no. now you have loose extra skin. I noticed that after uh, we had our fourth kid that my skin didn't snap back as well. <laughs> Your skin. Yeah, it's just, that sympathy weight I never, gain. My, my, yeah. my baby weight never came <laughs> off. So I'm just going to have to deal with it. Uh, it's true. I mean, the, uh, you know, the, the daddies do gain weight with, uh, with pregnancy. It's, at least this daddy did. I don't know if all of them do. But, that's, the, uh, that's the GoFundMe, Dr. Calvert, I'm you, liposuction. I'm, I'm, I'm in the market for this. <laughs> it's, it's very straightforward. Um, so let's talk about the types of lipo. There's traditional cannula-based. And the way what liposuction works is we put in, we actually pump fluid into the areas that we're going to suction first. Mm-hmm. Patient is either asleep, awake, under sedation, whatever right. you want. There's a lot of ways to do it. And then you pump fluid called tumescent fluid into the area to tumescent, to get it swollen. And mm-hmm. that tumescent fluid will uh, help do a couple things. It'll uh, be hemostatic. It'll help get the fat ready to kind of come out. And it allows for a safer, less blood loss liposuction. Right. Because, I mean, there's different ways you can prepare. But in generally speaking, a tumescent solution has lidocaine in it, which is a painkiller. So it numbs the area, which is very nice for the patients. And then it also has an agent which decreases blood flow so that when you are doing the actual liposuction, there's less bleeding. And I think, you know, that technique really changed liposuction, the tumescent technique. Um, And then you can use cannula-based where you use a basically a metal rod with holes in it attached to a a vacuum, a suction machine, and you suction out the fat. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of different technical ways to do that. You can use power-assisted liposuction, which has a vibratory component to it that literally shakes the cannula and breaks up the fat mechanically while suctioning it out. There's uh, vaser liposuction, which I haven't used in a very long time, which is ultrasonic Mm -hmm. cavitation of the fat, which uses an ultrasound to bring the the fat into the cannula. And then there's laser-assisted liposuction, which is one of my favorites. I should mention that I am a (laughs) luminary for all my lasers, so I want to definitely have a disclosure about the laser liposuction uh, because they they, uh, hire me for consulting and things like that. So important to uh, disclose that. But uh, at the same time, the reason I became a luminary for them is I loved their their products. their products, and then they kind of said, oh, you should really speak about it. You're pretty good at that. Right. So all of these different devices have kind of a similar goal, breaking up the fat to make it easier to take out. So whether it's through mechanical vibration or through ultrasound or through laser, you're somehow breaking up the fat to make it easier to take out. Um, I think with the laser, there is some component of skin tightening. So it's good for those patients that may need a little bit of extra help. Their skin isn't quite as elastic and, and won't have the same tightening effect. Right. The laser gives a little bit of an extra benefit there as well. I think so. I think ultrasound, I've never really seen tightening. Uh, I use the vaser a lot as a resident. Uh, yeah, was, I, I have the big. vaser. We, we used it a ton. And it was great, um, but I just didn't see the skin tightening I was kind of hoping for. 
And with mechanical, yeah. you de- you definitely don't see it. I like the Vaser for areas that are tough. So uh, for gynecomastia. So if you're liposuctioning the breast tissue, which is very fibrotic and kind of tough, or if you're in an area which has been liposuctioned or has scar tissue from previous surgeries and it's just a tough kind of scarred up area, I do like the Vaser for that. It really does a nice job of breaking up the, that fat and that scar tissue to allow you to really do a good liposuction. Yeah, no, I think for uh, gynecomastia. Yeah, no, it's really great. The Vaser is actually yeah. excellent for that. Power assisted lipo is great for big jobs. I do like the power assisted. I can tell a difference between when I have That's it and need. when I don't. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you don't want to be exhausted and like yeah. uh, you know getting you know recovery IVs right. afterwards, right. power assisted is the way to go. And so then after you do the liposuction, we close up all the holes and then we put people in compression garments. Mm-hmm. And that's for the swelling because number one, we just put a ton of fluid in you. And so that fluid is going to leak out and it's going to be a little bit oozy for a day or I two. I say put plastic bags yes. on the bed or on the sofa <laughs> yes. and some towels and, and you're you know, going you're you're to wash them. You're going to yeah. leak for a day. But then yes, you're going to be swollen because it's, it's traumatic. You know, you're basically taking a very small bat or blunt instrument to your body multiple, multiple times. It, it is a traumatic thing. So you're going to swell. You know, that's what your you body's response Putting a metal rod under the skin and moving it all over the place is traumatic? <laughs> Just a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, it is. It's, it's real surgery. Yeah. No, yeah. No, absolutely. And so, yes, you'll be in a compression garment. And I usually, depending on how much we've done on, and where it is, I say at least three weeks, ideally six with this compression garment, you know, just to really make sure you get all that swelling out to the best degree possible. I'm, I'm not like a crazy fan of compression garments, though I know I need to use them. I find that they can cause problems too. They can cause dents. Yeah. You know, you have to pay attention. I mean, these these operations are not for people that, you know, just kind of want to just have somebody, you know, do me, get this done. You know, it, you have to be an active participant in your success. I agree. And and the other thing that can happen afterwards, so you've had your surgery, your inner compression, you're waiting for your swelling to go down. The things that you can expect, you're going to be bruised. Not Not a horribly but there will be some bruising there's going to be the swelling it's it's painful it's like someone took a small bat to you multiple times you're, you're going to keep saying that aren't you you I just am. want me not to sign up for this <laughs> you're going to keep saying that you're going to take a bat why don't you just get a louisville slugger right now and i'll just do, sit here and take do it. not tempt me <laughs> all right well, i see where this is going all right so no lipo for me done but you're going to be sore. You know, it, 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 it can be a smaller procedure, but that's not to negate that you're going to have some discomfort afterwards. But depending on your pain control, you know, you can be up and at them, you know, within a couple of days back to work, walking around. And then you wait for the results. There are a couple things, though, that as a patient you can do to help your recovery and to get better and into a better shape quicker. I think compression is one. And I think lymphatic massage is another one. I, I do. really do yeah, that's think good. that's a good component. Yeah, I mean, I like the lymphatic massage also. I think that uh, that you need somebody who's skilled. Yes. Who can, yeah. you know, is competent. Right. It's basically you're just massaging those areas of liposuction to get the swelling out and to sort of start smoothing it out and getting all any little remaining lumps and bumps smoothed out. Well, I think those are the big ticket items when it comes to liposuction. We'll get into all the key areas, I think, in other podcasts, as I've said. But uh, for now... I think we've kind of hit the highlights. Is there anything else that you wanted to add to this, Millicent? Um, I think the one thing we can talk about just a little bit to add, you know, depending on how extensive your liposuction is, there are several ways you can go about it. You can either be fully asleep like we talked about, or if you have some smaller areas and you're a fairly, you know, pain tolerant patient, you can do it awake too. So there are a lot of people that do awake Mm -hmm. lipo. 
yeah and they and then it, it works well it does i i do a lot of little you know little spots yeah you know like a isolated abdomen yeah. isolated love handles i can do that under straight local and, and yeah. patients do like that yeah cool well i think we've nailed it i think we're good on the liposuction until we come back and hit these highlights right. each one by one but until then uh, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is Medi Spa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director. Me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949 949- Six four four one 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 one. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty and if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the member's pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery, but there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, And I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. If you'd like to get more information about our actual plastic surgery practices, you can take a look at my practice at drcalvert.com and Dr. Ravello. Ravelloplasticsurgery.com. My phone number is 310-954-1355, or you can contact us directly through the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com And you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.